Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson, and this week I'm flying solo. We got a little off track with our scheduling, and Nellie is off being a movie star today, so you got just me. So I don't know about you guys, but I was thinking back about the old UP library. And when I say UP library, I don't mean the elementary school. I mean the UP public library. And it used to be in the Chase Bank building right across the street from Snyder Plaza. And several years ago, they moved it to Preston Center. And it's now this beautiful, state-of-the-art, amazing place with so much to offer. And I was there the other day for a meeting, and they directed us upstairs. I didn't even know that there was an upstairs. And they directed us to this really beautiful meeting room. It turns out that you can reserve that meeting room for big groups, and it's a great place. So it got me thinking, why don't we do a show about the UP Library? There's a lot that goes on there that most people don't know about. It's great for all ages, not just small little kids. And joining us today is Rennie Loki, who's joining us as the board president for the Friends of the University Park Library. In addition to that, Rennie has been involved with the Dallas Museum of Art. She's been on the board for the Family Place. She's chaired the UP Spring Market chaired multiple carnivals at UP, and she served as the UP PTA president, and the list goes on and on. So Rennie's going to be here today to talk about all the wonderful things that the Friends of the UP Library does, and she's going to join us right after this short break. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. We have Rennie Loki here. Rennie, thank you so much for coming on the Bubble Lounge today. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. It's my first podcast. Awesome. Me too. So <laughs> so before the break, I was telling them about the meeting that we had, the transition meeting from eighth grade to ninth grade a few weeks ago, and they directed us to the second floor, and I had no idea that there was a second floor. Yeah. Well, actually, it's the third floor. Oh. So don't get stuck on the second <laughs> floor, and you may be put to work somewhere. <laughs> it's the community room, and it seats like 130 people. And anyone in the city or even outside of the city is welcome to come and use the space. It's a nominal fee. So you can have your Boy Scout meetings there, your NCL meetings, school meetings, book clubs can meet. It's a great space. You can bring food and wine even up there to the third floor. It is a great space because I used to be an event planner for Citigroup, and I know a good meeting room when I see it. And it is definitely, (laughs) and it's got all the bells and whistles that you need with, Uh you know, a place to serve food, I noticed. And computers, like where you can hook up and do your PowerPoint. Actually, an author is coming in March 26. We'll be speaking in that room. Everybody is welcome to join us then. Further details to come, look at the UP website. We will watch for that. And we'll include all links of things that we talk about on our website as well. So you were telling me earlier that there's a coffee bar. And it sounds like a place that people could kind of gather around, maybe after drop off and hang out, chit chat, then go look at some books together. 
I would love the library to become that little community hub. Yes, if you go up the stairs when you first enter the library and go to the right, there's just a tiny little space with a little coffee and area, and uh, there's some lounge chairs. You can sit there and chat with your friends and then maybe stroll through the library and check out all the latest selections. And it's free. Library's free. (laughs) Coffee's free. That's awesome. So back in my day, it was a big no-no to talk in the library. It sounds like maybe the rules have changed just a little bit. I think the library has lightened up quite a bit <laughs> in the past. It's a, it's a new and different place, the future of the library. It has changed from that quiet librarian with her glasses on, shushing everybody. Okay, I was always scared of that woman. Like, I would not go up to her, and I never could figure out the Dewey Decimal System, so I, was always, <laughs> I couldn't find the books that I wanted to read. And I was terrified of our librarian at our public library. Let me tell you, the staff at our library is amazing, headed by Sharon Perry. I don't know if y'all have met her. When you walk in the library, she's usually right there. She's our head librarian. And then we have Zoe, who is new to the library. She's our children's librarian. Okay. So many of you may have known Miss Kitty. Yes, I was thinking of her when we scheduled this interview. Yeah, Miss Kitty just retired last year. Oh, wow. um, Or within the last six months. And Zoe has taken over. And she is amazing, so I encourage everybody to come in and meet the staff because they are fun and fabulous. Yeah, everyone I've ever met is super nice there. So if you guys have lived here for a while, you'll remember that the UP Library was quite different than what it is today. It was in the Chase Bank building right across from Snyder Plaza. It was not the most attractive of places, (laughs) and Miss Kitty would do story time with the young ones. Our new library is almost just glamorous. It is state-of-the-art. It's super sharp. It's it's a good looking spot. It is amazing. There's, you know, the children's area. But one thing that's really kind of cool is there's a teen area. Ooh, teens. They always and need an area. we have a lot of teens and tweens out there right now. I'm a parent of one as we speak. Me too. And one thing we're trying to do at the library is kind of bring in not just the young kids and not just the older adults, but kind of hit everybody in between. And so we've started these new game days for teens and tweens, and we did it over the Christmas break, and they were really successful. The next one is actually this Friday, so just in time for early release. Oh, gosh, yes, All the early kids release. are getting out early release this Friday, and then in February, there'll be another one. But the kids can come play dominoes and cards or Monopoly. It's just kind of like a little hub for them, and it's in their own special area at the library. It's really neat, really great place. That sounds great. We all need something to do with our kids, especially when they get out of school early. <laughs> yeah, so they're not wandering these horrible streets we <laughs> That's live right. on, right? This rough neighborhood. So I know a lot of people are in book clubs. I personally am not in one, but what do you have for people that are in book club? Okay, well, for those of you in a book club or not in a book club, well, I, not personally, but the library has made it easy We have a new thing at the library. It's called Book Club in a Bag. Book Club in a Bag? Yes, which sounds kind of crazy. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? There are actually eight copies of a popular title. They've been handpicked by our librarian. And in it, there's like author bios and discussion questions and eight books for all of your friends. And then you get five weeks to hang on to those books, discuss the books, read the books, talk about the books, and then bring it back and check out another one. Sounds perfect. But from what I've heard about book club, they also serve wine and appetizers. Are those included? Wine and appetizers not included, (laughs) but strongly encouraged when you do it at your own space. So grab your bag and then head on over to Tom Thumb, which is also located in Preston Center. You don't have to go far at all to go get the wine and the appetizers.
That's right. They're almost next door. It's perfect. So what about apps? Everyone's got an app. Does the library have an app? If you can believe it, yes, the library does have an app. It's awesome. If you go to the App Store and look up U-P-T-X-L-I-B, you will find our app. And from there, you can manage your library account. You can check out your books. You can place your books on hold. You can search the databases that the library has. We have a database. It's called Overdrive. There's like over a million titles of ebooks and audiobooks that you can check out and download. It's amazing what's out there, and it's almost overwhelming to a person just to know what our amazing library has to offer. So are you saying that you could possibly not even come into the library? You could just sit at home in your pajamas and get all this information? You can definitely do that. You can get your ebooks and audiobooks. Now, if you're a person who is like me that's still attracted to paper and I do attached, better with that as well, yeah. <laughs> then you will have to come in the library. And I welcome everybody to come in and check it out and get your library card if you don't have one. Well, it sounds like it would be a good option if there was ever a rainy day and you could just stay at home and you're looking for something to read, but also on a good day, do come into the library. It is pretty awesome, yes. Okay, so I had a great aunt that used to live on Milton, and her house is still there, and it's still intact, which is really cool. I'm so happy that it's still there and hasn't been torn down. But the majority of our houses have been torn down. Is there any way to kind of look back in history and see what was there before, what the original house looked like? Yes, and this is one of the most awesome little bits of history that we do have at the public library. They're called the brown books because the books are brown. Very, (laughs) very appropriate. Appropriate, yes. (laughs) So these books are in the library. Anybody can have access to them. They are these huge, thick books that are alphabetized by our streets in our city. They contain information about the homes that were built here in UP from 1924 when the city was first incorporated until the 70s. And what's really cool is you look it up, you can look up your own address, or you can look up your neighbors or your aunts, (laughs) and you can see they have a picture of the house that was on the lot Uh if your house has been torn down. Okay, another thing it has besides kind of the square footage, and it'll show you a rough outline of the house, it also tells you the original cost of the house that was built there. So... That is unbelievable (laughs) to see, to think what we're spending now on our houses and and what it was so many years ago. Right. So I encourage people to go in and check that out. You can look at all the houses on your street or anywhere in the whole city of UP. It's really neat. So getting back to when you were talking about the game days, especially for this Friday, is this a drop-off situation? I know a lot of parents will want to know that, or should the parents stay around? You may drop your kids off. Isn't that cool? (laughs) There's snacks. There'll be snacks there, and the kids can play games. I'm not saying we're a babysitting service, (laughs) but we want to encourage the kids to be feel good and independent Independent. and able to come to the library and check out their own books and play games and learn what a library is all about. Great. Sounds perfect. One thing I do want to mention, just because a lot of us have teens, tweens, and kids of that that are studying and may mm-hmm. have finals. This was my first year to experience finals with my daughter. Pretty fun, isn't it? Whew, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Glad it's over. But I know we have to do it again in the spring. Yes. But there are actually study rooms up at the library, and you can reserve the room. Okay. And then your kids and their friends can go in there and study, and uh, you reserve it for a couple of hours. 
I know it's been used by some of the high school kids. Sometimes they work on projects together, and it's a nice, quiet space where you can work on the project. And uh, I know that this last December, the librarian was really sweet, and they actually had, like, hot chocolate and snacks for the kids that were studying Oh, my gosh, that is so nice. That's when you love the little community you live in. (laughs) Well, that's a great option because I know for me, if I was studying for an exam, I get distracted by the smallest things at my house and having a room that didn't have distractions and it would be a perfect place to study. Yeah, there's no little brothers. (laughs) You can take their cell phones. It really is a nice little space. I can remember doing that as a kid at the Richardson Public Library. That's where I grew up, so... It's fun to see here in the neighborhood. So we've talked about a lot of interesting facts about the library and things that go on there that people might not know. But tell us about the history. Well, the history is really interesting, actually, because when you think about it, just 30 years ago, there was not a library in this city. And for me, I think, how can a city not have a library? To me, that's just a central... A staple. Yes, that's just something you have. You have water and you have library. You have parks (laughs) and all that. So actually, about 30 years ago, there was a Cub Scout troop that decided they were going to raise money, and they put together a little library. And so then about 10 years later, the city challenged this friends group. They became a, a group called the Friends of the University Park Public Library and a nonprofit group. And then the city challenged them to raise $300,000 wow. in that year to put together, to prove to the city that there was interest enough in our community to have a public library. Okay. So what does this community do? It rises to the occasion. And yes, they raised the $300,000. And from there, they kind of started, kind of started out of their homes with these books. And then they finally got a space, the Chase Bank building, which Uh you guys- That we um, talked about earlier. Talked about earlier. And had, I mean- Cinder blocks and uh, wood was what they used for shelving for the books. And that stayed there. That in about 2000, I think, is when they were in the Chase Bank up until just five years ago. And that is when the city actually took the library on as a community service. Okay. And so from there, we were able to get the beautiful, glamorous UP State library, of the art, state of the art library. Yeah, building that we have now. And we are still a part of the library today. We actually, I kind of liken it to a PTA. We raise funds for the library. Mm-hmm. We help with our operation budget, which is not very exciting. But we do that. We also bring the speakers in and we have some of our fundraisers. I don't know if you've heard of Splash Bash, which we do at the UP pool. We get to have a party there, and everybody in the community is invited. It has dinner, and it's open to everybody prior to it opening to the entire community. It's oh, kind wow. of like a fun little. Yeah. And I think this year it's the Friday night of Memorial Day weekend, so look for that. We also, the Friends, kind of put on programs bringing speakers, authors. We would love this year to be able to put together local authors and have kind of a speaker series of people that are from our community oh, or around perfect. our community. I, I know two people right, oh, off, right off the cuff that awesome. I, can, I can give I you would, their names. Okay, I need the names. So if anybody's listening to this and they have local authors out there or they are a local author that would want to participate, please, please, please contact me. We'd like to put something like that together, maybe even have a writer's workshop 
And then we'd love to have somebody speak on how to get published because there's a lot of people out there that would like to get published and don't know how. So. Right. I, I'm sure it's a complicated process, and a lot of people could benefit from you guys teaching that. Yes. So we're kind of doing some of those things, and the way we do it is by becoming a member of the Friends. Okay. How do so, we become a member? A shameless plug here. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> Actually, this month and next month in your water bill, there's going to be a little pink piece of paper that has information on the Friends. You can join there. You can go online at the city. And it's as low as $50, or you could donate up to $10,000 or a million dollars. Yeah. Like, hey, there's naming rights out there, there's too. There's sky's the limit, <laughs> right? sky's the limit at the library. So you can become a member of the Friends. It's a great little group. If you like to volunteer, you can volunteer, but we don't make you volunteer. <laughs> and then we have things like the UP Flea is coming up in October, which, if anybody remembers Spring Market... Of course. We lived it, didn't we? We, we definitely <laughs> lived Spring Market and the Higher Holiday Bazaar. It's um, an event like that, that, and we did it this packed October. Uh-huh. And, of course, we include a book sale. So you can donate books for the book sale. So you have vendor booths set up just vendor like booths, Spring Market and yes, Higher Bazaar? exactly. So you can sell your wares or sell your junk, even. Um, <laughs> we'll take you. Was this your creation? It has Rennie Loki written all over it. No, (laughs) no, it is not my creation. They did this, I think it was about 10 years ago. They actually had the UP flea, and they did it successfully for several years. Then they stopped, and so it's been brought back. I miss the spring market. I totally miss the spring market, (laughs) so I'm excited about that. So join the friends and come out to the library and get a library card, and we'd love to have you help us with all these awesome programs. So, Rennie, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Brick Bash. It's perfect for all ages, from young kids up until teens, and we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media. Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this podcast. And with your help, we can share the show with many more. Welcome back from the break. So, Rennie, Brick Bash, tell me about this. Who who should come to this? All right. Yes, we have this awesome program. It's called the Lego Brick Bash. It's a little hard to say, but it's really fun. You can come into the library, and they have tons and tons of Legos. They even have Duplos. So little kids, preschool, up until... I mean, I guess we could go in there and probably build (laughs) a little legacy of Legos, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) But it's a lot of fun. It's really popular. The kids come in and they just build away. It's just kind of just free time to to create and explore. Let your creative juices flow. Exactly. So it's really popular. You should check that out. One thing kind of along that line with the Legos, and it's actually happening, it's called Elementary Explorers. And it's kind of a STEAM initiative if people Wait, are... stop. For, for those of us that may not know what STEAM is, can you tell us what STEAM is? Okay, so for those of you who don't know what STEAM is, it is actually science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And it's where they put all those disciplines together and have fun activities. 
different labs. I know that this month they actually, the theme was Winterfest, and they used chemistry to make snow. They were engineering a polar bear den and building a raft for a penguin. So I know there's a lot of fun little things like that that they do. I don't know February's theme yet, but you can look on our website and find out. So Rennie, with all that people have going on, why should they get involved with the library? And I ask, why not? It's a (laughs) great place. It's free. There are so many opportunities for your children, entertaining your children, like we've said, with all the different game days and story times and elementary explorers. But it's also a great place for adults, too. There's lots to learn. There's actually classes that you can take online through the library, and you can meet some amazing people. These last several years that I've been on the board, I feel so grateful to meet the men and women of our community that I've met that have a real interest in the library and presenting it to the community as a hub, a place to go, a place to meet new people, check out books, learn new things, and I hope we can continue that. It is a really awesome place to be. Well, Rennie, thank you so much for being on the Bubble Lounge today. So guys, that's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. We'll catch you next week. 